Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Could the protests lead to more coronavirus outbreaks? Also, monkey stealing coronavirus blood and five things you need to know about the protests. It is the first day of June already, guys. Monday, June 1st of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is. Some of the news that didn't make the news that uh, we think probably should have. Health experts. This morning, saying they're obviously concerned that the massive protests around the U.S. and around the world over these past several days could lead to more outbreaks. As one protester in Atlanta told a reporter, though, it's not okay that in the middle of a pandemic we have to be out here risking our lives. But I have to protest for my life and fight for my life all the time. I did notice that there were a lot of uh, city leaders and public officials who are urging people, if you must go out and demonstrate, please do so with a mask and Mm -hmm. try to take precautions. Zero social distancing there. Yeah. Yeah. One point was made that, you know, in addition to not wearing the mask, there's a lot of yelling. Yeah. So, you know, there's that moisture. Yes. Yeah, there are now more than 6 million confirmed coronavirus cases worldwide. Brazil, which uh, really downplayed the threat early on, has surged to have the second most confirmed cases in the world. And, uh, yeah, I guess uh, one person who packed into that infamous pool party in the lake of the Ozarks of Missouri has now tested positive for coronavirus, could be the first of many. And the Supreme Court denying the challenge from a church in San Diego that coronavirus lockdown orders are unconstitutional. Hmm. And if people don't like wearing face masks in public, they're probably not going to like this either. A new study found the best way to make sure you don't spread coronavirus to your family members in case you're asymptomatic is to always wear a mask at home. Oh, man, can you imagine? (laughs) I wouldn't do it now. I don't even like wearing it from my car to the building. Yeah. I'm just walking through the elevator or the hallways. I mean, I know I don't we got to do could. it. I know if I could, yeah. Yeah. Not to sound whiny, but. I wonder if it's because, you know, you, you look at healthcare workers, obviously, nurses and uh, right. surgeons. I mean, they wear these all day, do every, it every day, day for all the hours time. on it. So right. I don't, I, you know, I wonder if when they first started having to do it, if they were experiencing some of the things that 
I know I'm experienced. You know, I feel like I'm going to suffocate in the thing. Right. I wonder if it's a matter of just adjusting to it and getting used to it after after a while. Yeah. My big thing is the glasses. Like, you know, I feel like I have to have my mask all the way up to my eyeballs in order for it to not steam up. And then I'm like, my mask is touching my eye, which is a way for it to enter into my body. So it's -hmm. it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? So, I mean, there's a lot of great handmade masks out there, but they don't have like that, that little metal thing in there that helps Mm -hmm. sort of form it to your face so that that hot air isn't blowing right up in your glasses, causing the steam. And that's, yeah, I kind of wish I could get my hands on more of those disposable ones, but. And I also find myself touching it more because of that steamy. And I'm bl- so uh, like I'm blind in the one eye, so I can bear I can see just in general anyway. But when it all gets foggy, it makes it worse, and I can't see at all. And it's just I'm touching the mask and moving everything, and I'm like, is it which even, eye? Which eye? Are you my blind left in? eye. I'm blind in, yeah. like dead on. But it's weird because I just don't. I don't. I feel like am I doing more harm by keeping it on and touching it and t- having it touch my face and touch my eye, or should I just have it? Take it off. You should just wear bandages wrapped around your head. Yeah, you know? yeah pretty much. <laughs> I know. Maybe, maybe, issues, maybe you're one of those people that needs that. one of those, the, the plexiglass. The maybe shield. The I need the shield. Oh, yeah. need the shield. The helmet with the shield. I, I would buy that. I would take that. Let's, where, did, where can we get one of those for Fritch? I don't know. So Kristen's dad, I guess, had, had dental work done recently, and he's 80. Um, and he said that, you know, the, the protocol was crazy. Like, you know, you drove up and you called and they waited until everyone, the other patient was out of the building and then they escort you in and they're all wearing the PPEs. And uh, I guess his his hygienist or whoever had a mask on as well as the face shield. Both. Yeah. And gloves well, because, and replacing yeah. everything. Yeah. With every step. Way in there. The story that we... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We had was that was the number one profession that for contacting COVID-19 was the dental industry because they're in your mouth. Uh, they're being extra careful. That would explain it. Some crazy Planet of the Apes stuff right here. A group of monkeys in India. <laughs> sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. But a group of monkeys in India attacked a lab employee and stole blood samples of patients who had tested positive for coronavirus. Now, it's not clear if monkeys can actually contract coronavirus when they come into contact with infected blood, but who knows what that'll start now. I know. Can you imagine? (laughs) Monkeys rolling around in coronavirus blood, and then they head out in public. Oh, my word. Right? Now, have you experienced this? 87% of people say they've had more unusual dreams since the pandemic started. 
Does that happen to you? Have you noticed a spike? I've had a few. I don't, you know, I I don't remember my dreams. If I don't write them down, which I never do, uh, I've forgotten them by the middle of the day, unless it was a really, really super traumatic or really, really great. (laughs) (laughs) I used to seem to have the the vivid dreams uh, when I get more sleep. Which I have been getting more sleep because you're in REM longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Getting, I did get more sleep during the, the lockdown. I've been having weird ones. I would like just weird, where I wake up the next day and I'll go to like a situation and I'm like, did I dream that? Was I here? Did I dream this? Like I'm having a lot of those like blended realities. Right. You know, it's usually about you guys. Where I was like, oh my god, I was at work. Did I was I did I dream that or did that happen? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, even as bars and restaurants reopen, there are still record numbers of people buying alcohol and choosing to stay home and drink at home. <laughs> yes, yeah, we were just talking about Dennis. I guess people in the UK, a lot of people in the UK are trying to perform their own dental procedures on themselves what? while the country is in lockdown. Well, you know, That's for the very good. reason that you stated earlier about I know. The rate of transmission. You can't be doing your own dental work. How do you even do that? Just kind of metal hook and start scraping the living daylights out of your own gums? No, 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 no. Is that what you do? No? No, 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 no. Defining, taking a little rubber cement and filling a cavity. I mean, what? (laughs) What are they doing? Get your friend to pull your tooth for you. (laughs) No, 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 no. Not even a little bit? No. You're not going to do that. How about this much? No, no. No, 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 no. Stop it. No, 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 Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, don't be pulling your own teeth. Don't be doing any of that stuff. All right. No, 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 pomegranates. No pomegranates either. Yeah. Well, chewing on those is probably not good for your teeth to begin with. Thank you, Penelope. None. Right. Uh, as you have seen over the past few days, giant protests happening, not just here in the Natty, but all across the U.S. and around the world. And many of those protests in the U.S. have turned violent with some areas seeing rioting, looting. Especially uh, we've seen that in our area and parts of over the Rhine. Um, aggressive escalation from police in some cities, protesters, and it seems sometimes from outside agitators, the protests all in response to the Minneapolis police officer killing George Floyd. And uh, also, you know, a response to years of just pent up anger, frustration, inequality and disenfranchisement just boiling over. Well, and you throw into the mix that we've been in the middle of this pandemic that uh, has had it a really traumatic economic effect on a lot of people. I mean, people are on edge. Mm-hmm. So this was just the last little push they needed to snap before they, they snapped. 40 million people suddenly out of work and in financial trouble in a country more fractured down partisan lines than any other time in recent memory. And that powder keg just exploded. Exhaustion and stress and anger and fear. Two and a half months. Yeah. Of just of just being locked up and climbing the walls inside of our homes, not to mention all the other pent up frustrations we were carrying around before that. So there were protests in at least seventy five cities over the weekend. Curfews have been put in place around forty cities and counting. The National Guard activated in at least seventeen states here locally. 
Mayor Cranley imposing a curfew that runs through tomorrow, beginning at 9 p.m. again tonight through 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, We really have not seen nationwide protests, at least of this scale, since Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated in 1968. Of course, not every protest turned violent or ended with fires, looting, and vandalism. In fact, in some places like Flint, Michigan, police marched arm-in-arm with protesters. That's what I thought was remarkable. That was awesome to see the sheriff do that. Yeah, it really was. I mean, that's not the kind of thing you see every day. But this, uh, this Chris Swanson is the sheriff in Flint, Michigan. He gave a pretty impassioned speech telling people that the police are on their side. We want to be with you all for real. So I took my helmet off and laid the batons down. Yeah. I want to make this a parade, not a protest. That's it. You got little ones here. You got dogs. So what's up? These cops love you. That cop over there hugs people, so you tell us what you need to do. Walk with us. Walk with us. And then he and a bunch of other cops marched with them. Yeah, I think that's something that we forget sometimes that, you know, 99% of cops are good cops. Great cops. <laughs> Amazing cops. You know, they're here to take care of us and, and keep us safe. Especially our cops and what they've learned over the past 20 years since the Timothy Thomas protests in mm-hmm. 2001. Mm-hmm. There's been a particularly surprising reaction of journalists by the police with several incidents of cops in other cities arresting, pepper, span, pepper spraying, or even attacking crews covering the protests. Um. While it's almost impossible to get any definitive numbers, police have made approximately 4,100 arrests across the country, and there have been at least five people killed. Derek Chauvin is the police officer who killed George Floyd. Uh, He was charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter on Friday night. The cops who were with him and uh, the, the cops who were with him and did nothing to stop him have not yet been arrested. Uh, Derek Chauvin could be facing up to 35 years total between the two charges. The county medical examiner's report is out. It says the causes of Floyd's death are, quote, combined effects of Mr. Floyd's being restrained by police, underlying health conditions, and any potential intoxicants in his system. So Floyd's family is having a second autopsy done by a top forensic pathologist and will release the results to the public. And while uh, social media is kind of our eyes and ears into everything happening with these protests, as always, it can be a major source of misinformation. BuzzFeed News has a a running list of hoaxes. So that might be worth checking out. Because even in this age, even in this day and age, there is such a thing as truth. On that note, we turn now to 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese, who's joining us now live, still on the telephone, not live in our studio yet. Yeah, I know. I'd love to come in and see you guys. We miss you, man. Yeah, I miss coming in. It's uh, been crazy, you know, from one issue to another, pandemic, violence, uh, troubles everywhere around the country. It's just uh, awful. Luckily, you know, I think the people in Cincinnati have been so good. I think Cincinnati is just a, a great, great, great community, and, and you can... 
I think you can see it out there. It's, it's, you know, we're not having quite the issues as in some of these other communities. And, uh, you know, I think we're talking. That's the good thing. And we got some great small business owners, too, who have made the choice to invest in our community, especially in communities that are in transition. Yeah, yeah, we do. And, uh, you know, and hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll be okay. And, uh, you know, we'll all, you know, sit down peacefully and work things out. And these businesses will be able to uh, get back to work and uh, we'll be okay. But I tell you, there's so many, so many stores and small businesses that are not going to reopen. And, you know, you look at the list of store closings because of the pandemic, three months of either being shut down completely or just hurt business. Now you have the trouble in cities, you know, with the, uh, with the stores being the windows broken and everything else. And you wonder how many, how many small businesses are just going to throw in the towel and say, we can't do it. We can't continue. And if you just look at the, the number of stores closing in the pandemic uh, because of it that may not reopen, JCPenney, uh, they're closing 200 stores this year that they're not going to reopen they've been slowly reopening a bunch of them including some in cincinnati but 200 will not gamestop is closing 350 stores victoria's secret closing 250 locations that's that's almost a third of all their stores and i don't know what the ladies there at uh at uh, q02 think about that but that's a store that that used to be huge so hugely popular i wear their night their you know their i'm I can't wear their bras, but like their underwear and their night shirts and things like that. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's a store that women have loved. I, as a guy, would love, you know, going there and, and buying gifts on Valentine's Day. And yeah. uh, almost a third of them are not going to reopen. So that that's amazing when you hear that. Pier 1, I can't tell you how many people have decorated their homes and apartments. I did when I was 25, I yep, can tell you. Yep. <laughs> I loved those Papasan chairs. Yes, <laughs> yes. And the, and the candles uh, and the pillows. Yes. I mean, you know, you need Come pillows in your apartment. You go to Pier 1, they are closing all stores. That's it. That's sad. They're, they're done. I think places like Wayfair and the, like up, yeah, other online options yeah. have kind of contributed. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder why, you know, furniture stores are failing. You know, you see the, the ads on TV for this furniture store, that furniture store going out of business. And all you have to do is look at Wayfair because, mm-hmm. you know, you order everything from there. And for the home decor, people go to Home Goods, TJ Maxx. Tim, you rehab houses. Where do you go? Uh, we go to Bargains and Bio. It's a lot. Good spot. Yeah, there you uh, go. And we they shop, have like this shop for at deals, home yeah. store that mm-hmm. at home, that's a place we Yeah, at home is a big one. So a lot of these smaller stores are really struggling, really closing. We're going to see so many of them not open because of the downturn in the economy, the pandemic. And now the concern is, you know, stores in the city. And those are the ones you need. Those are the stores you need. You know, right. the, the small business owners who have opened up stores and OTR and all those areas, you know, we need them to come back. We don't need that to be a boarded up storefront for the next 10 years. No, we absolutely don't want that. And I just think about these guys who were having to sit on the sidelines for the last couple of months because of the coronavirus pandemic. And as you pointed out, John, just as they start to get back on their feet again, uh, these protests turn violent. And I saw Mike at 12E. I used to live right above Mike in the corner of 12th and Vine. This oh, place, yeah. every one of his windows got smashed. Yeah, got smashed. That was the Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, the, my uh, heart breaks for Cincy shirts, too, because yeah. they, they got vandalized. And that's a that's a business that does so much to support so many different organizations. And just down a block, uh, Venison Vine, which is it's a pizza place that oh, yeah. uh, serves that neighborhood. 
and uh, they employ people who have uh, cert, uh, committed felonies and who are trying to get back on their feet. It's one of the few places where you can go and get a job that gives people a second chance. Mm-hmm. I was really disappointed to see that they suffered some damage as well. So these are the kind of things we don't want to see happen, and we do want to see these businesses come back and find another way to get that message out without the violence and the looting and everything else. Yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, you know, we can get that turned around. And so all I can say is at this point is support your local small business. It's more important now than ever. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Great talking to you guys. Thank you, Thank John. You, John. John. All right. We'll see you tonight. Yeah, there's a video that's been making the rounds of, of this heartbroken older man who was black, um, and he's crying, and, and he is lashing out about his business being looted and burned down. Now, this video that I'm going to play for you, this is actually from the, from the L.A. riots of 1992, uh, and this is this he's is in the street. It's he's in his neighborhood where his business is. Yeah. And people, are people don't even understand nothing. Oh, that's not right. That's not right. Since I work too hard for this. That's not right. What y'all doing? I came from the ghetto too. Same as all of you did. Y'all need to listen. But you know, y'all. And it's heartbreaking to see because he's invested everything he has his entire life in this business, which has just been destroyed. And that ties in with another video that we came across over the weekend where a guy was trying to encourage two other generations of men to find a different way to get their message across. You had a 31-year-old protester who was black, and he was trying to be the voice of reason to a 46-year-old man who was black and, and a 16-year-old trying to encourage them to come up with a better way. The 46-year-old saying that he's ready to die for what's going on, and the 31-year-old saying there is a better way than angry, violent protests to get their message across, and that's the message she's also trying to send to this 16-year-old who is standing nearby. He angry at 46. I'm angry at 31. You angry at 16. Bring yourself in harm's way. It's not the way. No, it's not. Y'all coming with a better way. Because we ain't doing it. Oh, my God. And I have a five-year-old son. Oh, my God. And it ain't happening. How much four years ago, Keith Lamont Scott did the same exact thing night after night after night. It don't matter. Coming with a better way. Rob Williams was anchoring the news on Fox 19 Saturday night. And most of the night, as they were covering the protests, they were peaceful. In fact, they had just wrapped up an interview with Chief Elliot Isaac in front of District 1 headquarters. This was probably just before 11 o'clock night where he was reporting that most of the protests had been peaceful. And that was right before yeah. uh, the protesters had started to spill out on I-75. And then we started to see the, the damage take place. So it was much later into the evening, much later into the night. I thought that, you know, as we as we follow pop culture and we see this kind of thing happening across the country, Jamie Foxx joined the protests in Minneapolis, and I just thought gave such a powerful speech while he was there that 
really just spoke volumes. We're not afraid to stand. We're not afraid of the moment. And I think what you saw on television, to watch this man plead for his mother, what it does is it overcomplicates everything as a black man trying to tell his son or his daughter how to function in life. Mm -hmm. Even the things that we've taught them don't seem to work. Mm -hmm. And then there's this thing of contempt of cop, where it is something simple. And how does it escalate to something Mm -hmm. like what we have today? This means everything because at the end of the day, when we see you guys out here on the front line, Mm -hmm. we want to let you know you got support. And to all of my friends who aren't black, just try to put yourself in our position. Tyler Perry also weighing in saying, please, please stop this violence. Looting is not the answer. And listen to me, be very careful where you're getting your information to join the protests. He said there are people and other countries out there who are posting things, pretending to be us, pretending to stand for peaceful protest. But they are trying to incite us into violence and chaos to try and do more harm. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.